DanielBritt.com. You are among the blessed to be where you are right now, listening to this program at this very moment in time. Where else are you going to hear the stellar lineup of music we've got planned for you and the conversation with the group behind that music? You're not, so quit looking. You found it right here on Enlightened XM Radio. I'm Daniel Britt, and with me now, the Perrys. Guys, it's so good to have you sitting around. We're going to cover a lot of ground during this hour, so hold on. Excited to be here. You've been with the group, Libby, for how long? 36 years uh, this December. What was the original lineup of the Perrys? In, in it started out with um, my older brother, Randy, and my older sister, uh, Debbie, and myself. We started out as a trio. And uh, then in 1985, we added a bass singer, which was Tracy. And uh, then it's when my older sister came off the road, um, she was having kids and stuff. So she came off the road to raise her family. And then my older brother came off the road to evangelize. So uh, we just picked up some new guys and carried on. (laughs) Keep going, huh? Yep. How many projects have you have you been through in that amount of time? Do you even know? I think the last count that I had was 32. Hmm. Why gospel music? Why gospel music? Um, because it's the only music that has true substance. That um, it comforts, it heals, it soothes. Um, you know, it gives you hope. And uh, there's no other... There's no other music out there that does that, that, you know, gives you all of that in one song. Also in the group, and is it the newest member, Nick Trammell? Yes. Yes. And that last name, you've got to have your ears perked when you hear the last name, because Mark (laughs) Trammell is your father, right? Yes, sir. And you didn't learn a bit of of this business from him, did you? Oh, no, not at all. Not (laughs) at all. (laughs) Uh, Libby, did you find Nick on recommendation from Mark? Uh, no, he filled in, um, last summer for Joseph, who had to be out a weekend. And so, my job, man. so we, <laughs> so we told Joseph, we said, that's fine to, um, you know, if you need to be off, but you need to find somebody to take your place. And so he came to Tracy and I and he said, uh, well, he said, I've got a guy and, uh, he said, Nick Trammell. And we were like, well, okay, cool, you know. And so we took him with us a weekend and I think, God was preparing us then for what was going to be, and he just let things kind of, it's kind of like the appetizer, <laughs> you know, so, um, not saying that you're appetizer, Nick, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think God knew what was fixing to happen, and so um, he allowed the right one to step in to, for us to hear him. How old are you? I'm 22. And so is this your first First experience first in, one. in, in first professional one. gospel music. Yes. Has how's it been so far? Is everything your dad told you it was and more? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, these guys are great to travel with, and uh, I've just I've loved every minute of it so far. So. Matthew Holt's also with us, and he's with the Perrys. What uh, you're the pianist, right? Piano player. P- how how do you prefer to be known in in the position that you are in? Uh, is it pianist? Is it keyboardist? Is it piano player? I mean, how do you introduce yourselves to um, oh, people Lord, who, uh, who need to know? I guess just I'm the piano player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm the water boy. He does a lot. He fills up the water tank on the bus. 
Yeah, all of us have different jobs on the bus except for Joe. He doesn't do anything outside of singing. The new guy gets to take out the trash. Everybody else, everybody else has. I'm you know, we're on stage, right? No. Well, that's what you like to think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, piano player. Yeah. I don't like the word pianist. It's too fancy. It's too yeah classical. <laughs> I'm not how, a classical how many pianist. Years you been playing? I've been playing since I was three. So that's what eighteen years. Legitimately, since you were three, or you heard just do I look like I'm lying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, since I was three. Joseph, how old are you? I'm 20, and I'm I'm only asking these questions because um, this this group has a lot of youthful energy with it, and uh, and I think that's important. I mean, to continue on in in the gospel, you know, it's 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 amazing. We've actually kept straight faces. In fact, we're probably we're we're kind of goofing around right now. We just have a good time. We're, uh, it's kind of like you know, mom and pops and the three kids, kind of. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> I have to, I have to get on. I have to whoop us every now and again, though. So that's not good. But we need it. Libby, do you, do you ever have any any trouble with the kids? Please don't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, well, uh, I probably need to take the fifth on that. No, they're they're good. They're um. They're young boys. And, uh, Do you ever have a difference of opinions? Like these guys are thinking one thing because they're of their generation, and you and Trace are sitting back and think, well, we've never done it that way. You know what? Uh, that is probably one of the least things that we do not have because they have the same goals, the same uh, desire. They were raised on the music that we grew up with, and they, you know, they dress the way they should. Uh, they wear their hair the way they should. We don't have to tell them. I mean, they just do it. They well, besides Joe. Oh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> no, no. Almost no. got that, away with You it. know, I mean, you got to allow them to be youthful. Sure. And uh, but they've never taken it overboard, and, <clears throat> and they respect the music that they sing, and they respect our group because we've always tried to keep that standard. Not that there's anything wrong with. You know, if you want to wear your hair a little longer or whatever, but mm-hmm. just for the Perrys, you know, we've always set a standard of, you know, uh, being uh, conservative, dress, and, you know, so. But we've never had a issue like that, and, and that's unusual for, you know, to have young guys like that. You know, most young guys want to just really say, you know, I want to wear a goatee or I want to, mm-hmm. you know, wear my hair long or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but they they don't. They've never gave us a problem on it. Nothing against your beard, mustache. <laughs> wow. That wasn't offensive at all. <laughs> and you know, what do these guys talk about when they're not with the group? Are they out? <laughs> no, tradition uh, in, in the family sense, you guys, uh, I mean, are carrying on a very legendary name in gospel music with the Perrys. Uh, is it important to keep with a traditional sound as a group? I, for us, it is. And... Uh, you know, everybody has their knack. Everybody has their style, what works for them. And, uh, you know, nowadays it seems like that, you know, a lot of groups want to go more the CCM, the mm-hmm. contemporary. But for us, what works for us is the traditional straight line uh, Southern gospel music. And um, it's what we enjoy doing. And it's what I grew up on. And, um, you know, as long as it works and God's blessing then uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And a lot of people are scared that maybe the audience won't be there, but have right. you found that to be true that they oh, are? They're, they're always there. Yeah. You know, you're going to have certain dates here and there that's not, 
you know, when you think it's a secret concert because nobody shows up. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's few and far between. But, yeah, I mean, our audience is there, and, you know, they respect us for respecting them sure. and uh, the music that they love. And uh, the Happy Goodmans uh, are no longer traveling, but I would imagine – uh, if they were on stage tonight, it'd be a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yes, very much so. I would um, buy a ticket for that. <laughs> then we, we'd have a we'd have a very high ratings on this program if it, we could have them. Exactly. Uh, why was it important for the Perrys to go in and tribute the Goodmans? It was just um, that era of music that the Happy Goodmans did. It's it's almost gone. That was the style of music that we grew up on. And we just kind of wanted to uh, pay homage and wanted to try to preserve that style of music. And they'll never, ever, and I, and I won't set the record, they'll never be another Happy Goodmans. Never. There's a lot of groups that try to emulate them. And a lot of people think that's what we try to do. We just, we're just ourselves. Mm-hmm. But they'll never be another Happy Goodmans. But we want to keep that music alive. Sure. And, you know, we we want to do what we can. And, uh, you know, I, I think people, they still love to hear that. And um, our Remember the Happy Goodman's album has proved that. And uh, it's just been, I was talking to Ricky Goodman a little while ago, and he was like, thank you, he said, for, you know, carrying on what mom and dad left behind. Hmm. I think that speaks volumes, too, because it's one thing for a group to do tribute uh, to someone. And uh, even if they're sincere, some people in the industry might think, well, they're just they're just trying to live off someone else's success. But when you have the son like Ricky come and and uh, really put his whole support behind it, I think that says something. How do you define success? Success, I think, is when at the end of the week that you can pay your bills, go home to a happy family. So it's not always about the um the Dove Awards or the Grammy Awards or the Diamond Awards? No, no. because when it's all said and done, um, if you don't have your family, you don't have nothing. And we've got to have our family. And um, that's the main important thing. The, the, the awards are great, and they're blessings that God gives to us, I think, a lot of times to encourage us, but that's not why we sing. Mm-hmm. And you can't compare an award to a soul being saved. And uh, that that's the main thing. And that's our goal. That's our desire foremost is, you know, to see that boy or girl come to know Jesus Christ or grown man or woman or somebody just, you know, get an, enough strength from your concert to make it through one more day. And, uh, you know, it just all goes back to, you know, um, the awards are great, but that's not... If, if it was on a top five list, it'd probably be number five for me. Sure. And I deliberately left out the fan awards because that may be in a different category because that's where the people you sing to and the people who are blessed by your ministry, yeah. that's where they have a voice. Yeah. And it, I, this you have to forgive me because this is my first convention. 2005 Quartet Convention, what happened at the fan awards? Um, well, uh, the fans honored us with mixed quartet and – then the year before that, 2004, and, um, you know, it was a great honor, and um, it's not something that we, you know, that we take lightly, but that's not why we sing, and 
you know, we appreciate the fan support and their love, and and that speaks volume to mm-hmm. us. But uh, for us, it's all about the message. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Libby, about this because probably other than the part of the family group that is family, the, the unique part about a family group versus a quartet is the female voices that come in. I mean, in a quartet, you typically think of four men. And um, there's been talk of a girl's Gaither vocal band or something. I don't know. (laughs) But um, what, uh, aside from those obvious differences, what makes the family group extra special versus a quartet sound? I don't know. I think probably just the fact of um, in a a mixed group, a family group, the harmonies. I don't really, I've never really sat down and tried to, you know, say, okay, what makes male quartet different from mixed quartets or family groups, you know. Um, I like it all, and, uh, and I, guess I like in, singing with a mixed quartet. In a great sense, you can do a lot of the same styles oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. with Tracy on the bass, and, and right. you guys can take off and do the different parts. Exactly, and but still have a distinct sound of being different. How do you see the future for family groups in this industry? Family groups have always been a part of it, I think. Yeah, I think um, we have a lot of young family groups coming up, and uh, I think if they'll keep their focus on the ministry part and on uh, God, that uh, they'll flourish and they will, you know, pick up where other family groups leave off whenever, you know, they decide to give it up or they pass away or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think it's going to be good um, because we have some great, great family groups coming on. Where'd you find Joseph? So, Standing uh, in the middle of a field. <laughs> holding <laughs> no, a sign. We were looking for a baritone, and we got emails upon emails of people, you know, saying, you need to hear this guy. You need to hear this guy. And where'd he come from? Uh, Xenia, Ohio. Xenia. 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 It's spelled but it's yes. It starts with an X. Starts with, it's the only it's the only city in the world that starts with an X. You kidding? In case anybody out there in Radio Land would know that. But anyway, that's my claim to fame. And it, it's no big tornado that came through there in the 1970s. It's a and that's why your hair is, uh, continues to What's what's been your favorite memory thus far with the Perrys? Man, we've had so many good memories. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, While you're thinking, Libby, what's been your favorite memory of Joseph having him on the bus? Um, I, I, when I he's leave, not, he's not. You're, you're a conservative group, but he's not a very reserved individual, I can tell. I mean, no, he's, he's had to have. Uh, cut up, man. <laughs> Joseph is one when he's on the bus. Now, when he's on stage, he, you know, he gets lively. On the bus, he's probably one of the quietest ones. Yeah. Um, he listens to his iPod constantly. It's always music, yeah. always. And he, <laughs> he sits. Always on the, the Paris. And he bonks. <laughs> no, say this. <laughs> back and this. forth. Back and forth. And he will do this for three you know, and four hours. Is that rocking? Like this, yeah, right? like rocking. Rocking. We call it autistic? Yeah. Uh, no. probably ADD more oh, than yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to ADD figure that out. But <laughs> we we have every one of us have set and tried to do that, and we might make it 15 minutes, and yeah. it's like we can do it for three or four hours at a time. 
and his eyeballs. Well, I can relate. I mean, open. you got like a, I got a knee thing that if I sit very long, my knee will yeah. just go, and I don't even know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's must and be that, the same. It's kind of a nervous it. habit. It's a twitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> hyper. I'm probably annoyingly hyper. Uh, I don't need any amens on that, guys. But uh, what, what you were asking, my favorite, I think my favorite memory was probably here because I got hired here. Um, at the Cortex Convention. Yeah, at the Cortex Convention. I was 17 years old, and uh, a buddy of mine had given them a CD, and uh, they had heard it and called me. I was in California on vacation with my grandparents, and uh, they called me and asked me if I wanted to try out. And it was I was blown away, and... They were one of my favorite groups. I was wanting so bad to get in the industry before I turned 18. And uh, so they hired me, actually, I think it was a couple of days before my 18th birthday. And they hired me here, and I got to sing on the main stage. I think they hired me on a Tuesday. I, was, I sang on the main stage on a Friday night, and I did a solo. And that's probably my greatest memory because I'd grown up since 1998 – I believe I was, if I do my math correctly, I believe I was 11 or 12 years old. Uh, I came here hmm. and uh, always watched people on that stage. That was back when they had the revolving stage. Uh, the, the stage actually went in a circle, kind of uh-huh. didn't move. And uh, uh, a lot of things have changed, but that's what I always wanted to sing on that stage. And so that was, I got to do it when I was 17. And I never thought I, I never thought I got to do it when I was 17. I didn't think I could ever get to do it, but to do it when you're so young. That's a great memory. You can't you can't replace that. So that's probably my. Were you ever criticized? Anybody ever say you're too young to be doing this? You don't have enough experience? Mm, no, I, you know they, they accepted me pretty good. I had a few. I had one lady who criticized my hair when I first came. And surprise, and, surprise. Yeah, she thought it was worldly. <laughs> and uh, you know, I think it's something. And hair has always been an issue I mean, to, to legalists in this business, and there are some, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, to each his own. But you know, I told this lady, I said, you know. Worldliness is not a hair issue; it's a heart issue, and I think a lot of people think because they spike their hair, they want to be like the world. This doesn't have anything to do with the world. That's why I've always done it. You just yeah. wake up and go with it. Yeah, you know? spiked right. everywhere. But that's the only criticism I've got. I, you know, a lot of I think uh, to have my mom, my family, to have their support was the biggest, mm. the biggest thing I needed. Uh, I didn't care if anybody liked me; I wanted to do it. So, uh, but I love what I'm doing. Now you're into iPods. Love my iPod. And Matthew, you um, are, are you into new technology as well? Yes, I do have an iPod. My, my iPod is a video iPod. Joseph's just a regular iPod. Oh, you can't see. I just want to dog me. throw that in there. Mine, mine does <laughs> I actually videos. have his old iPod. We kind of switched around. I got you. In case yep. anybody out there cares. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to ask you, and, and Nick, you can chime in as well. New media, Internet, XM Satellite Radio, how do you think that um, is helping in not only the music industry as a whole, but it, uh, specifically with Southern Gospel? Have you had any response from people who find you on the web and have uh, from around the world who've never heard of Southern Gospel, never heard of the Perrys, but then they come to your concerts and and uh, or somehow you hear it from an email? Yeah, the really cool thing with us, Libby, uh, she does a web letter. Um, I mean, she is very faithful to that web letter. Um, she sends one out at least once a week. You know, that keeps everybody worldwide informed about what's going on with the Perrys. I mean, any news, new mm-hmm. photographs. Um, I mean, everything there is to know about us is put on the web once a week. You know, to those who want to know. You know, it's obviously that helps keep the fans closer to the group and everything. Yeah, Just feels yeah. like they're a part of the family or whatever. Yeah, so they can see what's going on and all that. I've seen the the emails and and she really does. She, uh, do you ever feel like your privacy has been invaded when Libby gets hold of the keyboard? Uh, <laughs> no. 
Yes and no. No, it really is. <laughs> it's no. part of the job, I assume. Yeah, it really is. Gospel music is really cool, you know, because of that. You know, we're all one, you know, I like to think of it as we're all one big happy family, mm-hmm. you know, as a body of Christ. And who cares if they know what's going on? I kind of enjoy them knowing. It's, it's, you know, I got married sure. four months ago, and I bet I've had 200 people. Yeah. Man, how's the married life going? Yeah. How, how you doing? How's your pretty wife? You know, and that's that's cool. You it know. is. How, uh, and Nick, you've probably, with your dad, maybe it's been easier, I'm not sure for you. How have the two of you been able to, um, been able to respond, or how have you responded to your friends who don't know what it is you do? They don't really understand it, and they ask, now, now you're going to sing at what, and what kind of convention, and, and what kind of group is it? Did you ever get that? People I actually really- had a woman that I worked with before I took this job. I had to sit down for like an hour and explain to her exactly yeah. everything that we did. I had to show her the group's website, and yeah. It just it took a while for her to understand what this is and everything. Yeah, it's always fun to watch their eyes light up, and they just had no idea there was such an industry or another world that's out there that that uh, that's around gospel music and follows it as as the fans do. You guys plan to stick around for a long time? Hopefully, hope to, hope to. Well, that's cool. This is just like Joseph was talking about earlier. You know, ever since I was two or three years old. This has been my dream, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was able to start. I say I started here with the Perrys when I was 19. So uh, I'm just living a dream every day, and uh, I hope I'm doing it till I'm 80, till I can't do it anymore. Now, with the new projects you guys are doing, do you have? Do you, as the pianist, do you arrange the music? Do you have no, I don't arrange anything yet. I do some arranging outside of the Perrys. I do some producing and arranging on um, other groups' projects, but we have a really, really great producer, Wayne Hahn. Mm-hmm. He produces a lot of incredible music. Um, he also produces Legacy Five, Greater Vision, Lord Song, The Roops. Um, he's into movies now. He's producing music for movies. Huh. He is a musical genius, and mm-hmm. I would be uh, stupid to think that I could produce anything like <laughs> like Wayne can do. But yeah, Wayne takes care of all of our producing. Yeah. And we're talking about the website. Tell us again the web address. It's www.perrysministries.com. And you can sign up for the newsletter there. Yes. Uh, Well, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll do it again soon. Thanks for having us. It was awesome. Appreciate it, man.